0: The rumors are true, Obama does follow me on Twitter, and guess what? I am ready for the aliens. Welcome to That's Really Cool, Man. Oh no. You're special. Oh! Oh, man, We made it to episode two, guys. Uh, I feel like a proud mother who managed to keep her baby Tamagotchi alive for a few days. You know, you like get it past the beginning stage of uh, having to feed it and uh, you, you take it for a walk and uh, you're in third grade and life is simple. Um, I never had a Tamagotchi, uh, so I don't really know what I'm talking about. But I imagine that's what uh, uh, it felt like. And um, it definitely, it's definitely what having a second podcast uh, feels like. Two out of two. Um, first of all, I'm stoked that you guys are actually into this. Um, it felt like a little bit of like a gamble. Uh, I was going to say bargain, like wholesale bargain, like garage sale, but that doesn't make sense. Um, But I wasn't positive how people were going to respond. And you guys are so into this and so nice. Um, I've gotten a bunch of amazing reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, if you could leave me a five-star review, type a little something nice. That helps out a ton just in terms of the uh, algorithm. It like bumps me up since I'm new to the platform. But um. Everywhere else, my my Twitter DMs, my Instagram DMs, the comments on the YouTube version, the video version, um, everybody seems to really be enjoying this. and i'm I'm glad. What can I say? If you're getting value out of this, um, that is incredible. and i'm I'm happy that you're you're feeling a little, uh, you know, entertained during this weird time in the world. Um, also, if you follow this, um, if you're listening to this on Spotify, I should say, Uh, be sure to follow the podcast you'll be notified every time uh a new episode comes out uh also i'm rocking my merch uh embroidered striped t-shirt uh your special emblem right here on the on the titty there um these are officially sold out uh it was uh amazing it was amazing run the fact that these are sold out are incredible um and uh the joggers are officially sold out as well so if you manage to get your hands on those amazing um i'm not sure if i'll bring those back all my merch drops in the past have been limited edition but i i am with a new merch company so i'm getting a feel for how uh you know i'll be doing business um here with the with the new drops um that being said the uh your special hoodies uh that i was wearing in episode one Um, There's still a handful available if you want to go to my merch site, www.coolman.store. And, uh, you know, I I also think it's appropriate for me to do a little giveaway, too, um, where if you comment on this video podcast, uh, That's Really Cool Man on YouTube, um, and uh, make sure you're subscribed to this channel as well. And if you follow me, these are all the requirements. It sounds like a lot, but it's not. Uh, If you follow me on my Instagram, at CoolManCoffeeDan, make sure you shoot me a DM saying you're special. Um, You are special. Literally spelled you are special. Um, You will have officially entered into uh, the giveaway sweepstakes. I don't know what sweepstakes means. I think it's a legal term. Um, But it sounds good. And um, you might get a DM back from me saying that you won a free hoodie. Again, make sure you're subscribed to this video. Uh, YouTube version of the podcast. That's really cool, man. On YouTube, make sure you're following me on Instagram at Cool Man Coffee Dan, and make sure you DM me on Instagram, um, saying uh, you're special to make sure you officially enter. But I do want to send out some free hoodies, uh, being that there are a handful left, being that they're super freaking cozy, dog, and um, you know we're locked down for at least a few more weeks. I want everybody to be cozy, and um, that's. What brings me to my next topic? I think I'm gonna be keeping this beard. I really do. There are very interesting benefits, perks, quirks that come with beard life. Let me name you one of them. Uh, you eat something like chips or takis, spicy chippies, you know, and some of like the red spicy powder, like. You know, usually without a beard it just gets stuck on your lip. And uh you lick it off immediately. And uh it's like a snack, but like for like one second after you already had the bite. With a beard, those little itsy bitsy food bits get stuck up in your face like the face hairs on a beard, and um you'll rediscover it minutes later, hours later, later that night, days later you get a second snack for free. Yes, it's like the uh, uh, the piece de resistance, <laughs> which is an amazing word that I, I wish I built into my vocabulary a little more. Every once in a while, I hear like a word or a phrase um, that like, I'm like, damn, I'm gonna start saying that. Like, no sweat off my back. You know how cool you would sound if you were at a party Uh, where you were social distancing, a social distance party or something, and, uh, you know, they're like, man, Danny, I can't believe you got hit by that car when you were standing in the middle of the road trying to, uh, you know, uh, show us your new dance move. Um, I can't believe you got hit by that 16-wheeler because this social distance party is happening on Route 66 or something. I can't believe you got hit by that. I can't believe you uh, survived. Um, All your bones are broken, and you're... Your face is fucked, like it's ruined forever. Um, aren't you bummed out about that? And then imagine I just take a sip of my Tecate with tajin, uh spicy spice on the rim of it and a little lime squirt, squirt, and I take a sip, i like, and I take a, a, a lick, I lick that snack that's stuck in my mustache, and I go, ah, no sweat off my back. Dude, you would be the man you would be probably president of the universe. Um, and how long is that term? Uh, one term, two term? No, it's life. You are president of the universe for life, dog. <laughs> you, if you're watching the video version of this, um, we'll never talk about that again, okay? What I just did there, little dance move there. That's probably the dance move that that uh, made me uh, get hit by the 16-wheeler. Um, okay, but keeping the beard, it's amazing. Um, and I feel like, I don't know, my mom doesn't like it, but I think everyone else in my life digs it, and, uh, you know, Ma, I threw you props in the last podcast because of the Chucky doll thing. You saved my childhood. Uh, gonna have to keep the beard on this one. One may say I preemptively planted that compliment to you in episode one of That's Really Cool, Man. Just so I could mention that I'm keeping the beard in episode two of That's Really Cool, man. I'm not saying I did, but conspiracy theorists, uh, you know, you tell me. We're getting some. Uh, we got to. We got to check in with you guys, okay? So we have some. Uh, like I said, you know, if you have questions, comments, concerns, DM me on Twitter, DM me on Instagram, at me on, uh, you know, at me on Twitter, whatever. Comment. Um, just tell me what's up in your life because I want to check in on you guys. Um, and we have some uh, some DMs on Instagram asking me some stuff um, that I want to address. This one's from Reese Johnson. Um, and they're asking me, how do you stay productive at home? A lot of university students are losing their motivation to do classwork and projects due to the pandemic. Yeah, makes sense. Um, if you have any tips, I'm sure lots of students would love to hear about them in your ne- next podcast. Thanks, Reese. Um, that's cool that they named that. Uh, candy after you, Reese Reese's PCs. Um No, nah, that's a that's a that's a good question. I think I don't know. I, I feel like I'm not in school, so it's a, it's a, it's kind of like I'm like a grandma talking about TikTok right now. But I do feel like I have an interesting position to talk about motivation because I do I work from home. Um, I produce my videos, I create my videos all on my own. No one is really telling me what to do. And it's a blessing and it's a curse. It's a blessing in the sense that I get to make my own, my own hours. And, um, you know, there's, uh, really, you know, I'm just like my own boss. And it's a, it's a very cool thing to be able to say that. Um, but you also got to get yourself out of bed. There's no repercussions necessarily for getting out of bed late Um, You'll be on your shit one week and then the next week you'll just be like a depressed sack of shit and no one's really going to bring you out of it except yourself. Um, And, you know, when I say yourself, it's like utilizing your resources, which I think addresses this question. And I've gotten a few questions that are like this everyone has resources in their life that, um, it's up to them to recognize that A, they have it and B, they should be using those resources. And when I say resources, I mean, friends, family, connections. Um, it, many of us are blessed to have good people in our lives that are really ready to help, whether it's a family member, a cousin, uh, you know, a, 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 like a friend that lives across the world that you're connected to when you could just like video call them or something. And, it's it's but it's up to you to reach out. I feel like reaching out for help is something that a lot of people don't do. Um, I know I'm I'm part of the problem. Like I, I rarely realize that I should be um, reaching out for help and and asking for help. And I I try to be um, doing that more. I try to be actively recognizing that I can't do everything on my own and I can't take the weight of my shoulders on uh, just by myself. It's like it's impossible and um when you're feeling demotivated when you're feeling like you don't have any inspiration going on that's that's the exact opportunity when you should be reaching out to those people um these people in your life even like if you don't necessarily have anything any issues like you don't have anything going on you don't have any problems to like rant about um just talking it through with these people in your life your life like helps a ton it just like rids you of this this burden that's like building up in your head like the white noise that I I think I talked about in the last episode Um, utilizing those resources and the resources doesn't have to be a person it could be your notebook like I said in the last podcast it could also just be watching a show or listening to music that you like whatever your, your something that like creates comfort for you Um, know when to utilize those resources, know when you should be taking a break, um, and know when you should be, you know, um, when you've hit that rut and, and you, and you know, like when you, once you recognize that you're in a rut or you've hit like a roadblock or an obstacle or a a speed bump or a blip on the screen, whatever creative way you want to freaking call it, um, learn to recognize that and then learn what resources you can turn to, to remedy that you know, writer's block, maybe just do some pushups, take a walk, you know, get some sun, call your, I don't know, your buddy. Like just, it's, it's important to know that these resources are readily available for you. Um, and only, you know what they are. And you know, you may say like, I don't have anything like that. I guarantee you, you have that feel good escape. You just got to pinpoint what that is. Keep a little list. Once you realize like, Hey, like I actually really like what this is Feeling like right now write it on a list i started writing down like my mini escapes on a list about a year ago and it literally like it just consisted of the most simple shit it was like tea tea makes me really happy i know i'm cool man coffee and all that but every once in a while if i boil some water and drop like peppermint tea in there and some honey that shit makes me happy another thing that makes me happy as hell i put this in a lot of my blue dude videos um walking around at night like a warm summer night it may not be warm where you're at but um, walking around even like a chilly night like bundling up walking around at night just letting your your thoughts flow oh my god it's la creme de la creme um which is i guess spanish pronunciation of a of a french saying and i i think i said it right that's gonna be the last, It's gonna be the the the, the lash French saying of the podcast. All right, partner. Um, but I feel like I don't know. That was a little bit of a rant, but I feel like that should help you um, at least get over certain, you know, those those demotivating bumps throughout the day, the week. They suck, but there are ways to fix them. Um, the next DM is from, hope that helps, Reese. seriously. Um, it's just all about that positive reinforcement. Um, the next one is from uh, Dennis Oki, I think is how you pronounce the username. They said, hey man, just saw your podcast while I was drawing. Totally understand that, w- totally understand what you said about Chucky Doll, because when I was a kid, I was terrified about it. Once I was passing by and my dad called me to show me the trailer on TV and that I just couldn't play with my baby doll... <laughs> you couldn't play with your baby dolls anymore because you thought they would kill you. Yeah. You, oh, wow. You cut their bodies to see if there was something evil in there. You burnt some too. I didn't read this full DM. This is intense. Um, my mom got sick of it and donated all of them to a school she worked at. So your mom donated cut up burnt dolls... I feel like that makes the situation worse. Mom never knew dad showed me this. He just thought I was a crazy kid. Oh damn, sorry, I keep popping the mic. Um that's hilarious. Um I never understood like parents that showed me that showed uh their kids like I know they mean, they don't mean anything bad by it, but like they show their kids shit like movies and shows that like petrify them granted like my chucky thing I accidentally saw in the claw machine in the movie theater but every once in a while my dad would show like think something was okay to show me and I was like I was a very sensitive kid so it was probably okay to show like most like 10 year olds but this shit like freaked me out one time my dad he bought me and, and this was like a perfect example of He was well-intentioned, but I never got over this, like, probably to this day. Um, Graphic novels. Graphic novels still kind of creep me out, and I'll tell you why. I was probably 9, 10 years old, probably right around the time of the Chucky incident. I couldn't catch a break. And my dad brought home this graphic novel that had, like, a bunch of these characters in it, and cartoon characters, and it looked cool. It was, like, little bunny characters. Um, Remember that er the early YouTube series? was, like, Happy Treehouse Friends... I think it was what it was called it was like cute cuddly animated characters but uh once you like started watching the video like there was like gruesome gore and and shit like getting your eyes poked out and all that like and it was funny to people but that shit kind of just creeped me out but anyway it was kind of like that um but i don't know like it was like he saw it at a bookstore and he picked it up and he skimmed through it he was like this looks cool this looks like appropriate for my son And then he uh, bought it, gave it to me, and I ran into his room crying a few minutes later after, like, trying to read it. Because, like, on page seven, they were all, like, beating up this bunny character, and he was, like, bleeding. And I was like, what what, what are they doing to the bunny character? And I, I burst into tears. I ran into his, like, room, and I cried, and he was like, fuck, like, I can't get... Like, he probably thought he was, it was... He was probably just, like, working a long day in the city, New York City, comes home to Long Island, and he was like, ah, at least I bought my my little boy uh, a, a cool book, and, and then he tormented me unknowingly, um, uh, psychologically. I don't know. I think parents are well-intentioned. Um, it's like, you know, parents, like, back in the 70s, like, showing, bringing their kids to see, like, Jaws or something when it was in theaters, thinking it would be, like, a fun. Family friendly, like, thrill, and uh, you know, then all of a sudden, all of these motherfuckers are scared of, of sharks and and uh, you know, go nowhere near beaches and everything. So, uh, you know, they then they don't know what they're doing. But, parents, if any parents are listening to this, what's up? Um, thank you, first of all, for sheltering us and feeding us and all that. Um, but stop showing us scary stuff when we're little thank you this podcast is sponsored by the no scary stuff gang uh, thank you um so yeah uh, obama follows me on twitter uh and uh i get a i get a at tweet every once in a while i don't know what you call those some people tweet at me every once in a while and um dm me and they say like yo do you know obama follows you on twitter and i'm like yeah, I do. I mean, that's just something you know. And people can't fathom why this is the case. Um, it's a very simple reason. I will expl- I don't think I've explained this before publicly. I'll explain it right now. Exclusive take here. Uh, I'm, like, wiping my nose. Like, I'm, like, the hot shit here. Um, it was 2008. I just created my Twitter. I think my first tweet was straight up... Uh, the New Year's Eve of two thousand eight, like December thirty first. And um it was I guess during Obama's campaign and I didn't know what the what the fuck I didn't know who the fuck to follow on Twitter. Um I probably followed like Obama, um damn, like Barney, the purple dinosaur, and like the chef that only only goes like boop boom boop boop boom boo, 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 boo. On the Muppets, um, and like I don't know, like uh, like my like my mom's friend or something. I don't know. Like it, it uh, like I didn't know who to follow, so I was just following anybody. Is what I'm saying, and uh, that was like a waste of of a list right there. <laughs> but um, at the time, I guess Obama or whoever was running Obama's Twitter account because he was like campaigning at the time. Or either just got into presidency i'm I'm fuzzy on the timeline um i was drinking a lot back then i'm just kidding i wasn't drinking as a child um he, he followed everybody back that was following him for like the first 12 months of his campaign or something or like first six months um and i fell into that bracket and now it's like a huge flex because i guess people see that barack obama follows cool man coffee dan which is hilarious i'm positive he's never seen one of my videos, ever, um, and that's fine, you know, I, I don't necessarily care, um, but it would be cool to get him voicing a animation one day soon, I feel like if he was to voice, like, the next year's special video, he could be like, uh, he could be like, uh, 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 look, 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 I haven't, dude, this is gonna be bad, just, just warning, this is gonna be bad, Cause like there was an there was an age where YouTube Obama impersonators was funny. That age is long gone. But here we go. <clears throat> look, look, uh, that your your special. We're not gonna even do this. I I I could do Trump better. Trump is like, listen, you're special, and don't don't you ever forget it okay we got giant, we got china over here that sounds like keanu reeves i guess i'm just bad at everything uh yeah no we're, we're gonna just kind of move back okay um speaking of like the white house and all that and presidents and all that they just released ufo footage and uh i saw a meme saying like 2020 is like has us so fucked up that they that the government literally acknowledged that ufos exist and we're like completely unfazed and i'm like yeah like dude we always knew this was a thing we always knew ufos were out there was it ever like a shred of doubt that aliens were real i mean come on we ain't alone in this bitch um sorry miss universe for calling you bitch um don't don't throw media at me um it's it's just like it's just like it's just what it is okay i just watched world of war of the worlds for the first time um that shit was cool that shit was lit i was on the edge of my seat with that one i feel like at the end though for anybody that saw it it was like a lot of action it's like tom cruise running around and like beating up these aliens for like a long time um and then it just ends I don't does anybody else feel that does anybody else feel like war of the worlds just ends like it was climax and then all of these big robot aliens just start dying I guess uh uh sorry for the uh spoiler but um they all just die and then like Morgan Freeman the narrator comes on and goes and that's that and the credits roll and (laughs) like in the beginning Morgan Freeman like probably got paid a million bucks to walk into the VO session um introduced the film um and he was like in a world where the world is at war with other worlds or something And then the film happens. And an hour and a half later, he literally just goes like, who would have thought the end? And that's it. Like the credits roll. And I was like, I couldn't help but feel like I was a little gypped on the ending. Um, I was like along with this wild ride. It was like a roller coaster that uh, uh, kept like ticking up, ticking up, ticking up, ticking up. And then like it declines for a second and then it like levels out and that's it. And uh, I was it was a good movie. Um, but it did get me thinking about like, all right, so aliens, I think we're all on the same page here. I am pretty sure that I'm ready for them. I'm also pretty sure that if aliens land come like May or June, you know, there's all those memes like, you know, like, oh, I can't wait for it to be better with the coronavirus by June and then, uh, June comes and it's like the huge UFO over Manhattan. I feel like the aliens would be nice okay I I feel like they would be just charming lads I feel like they would be the cousins that you don't see that often but when you do see them it's there's just a joy to be around you know what I mean I'm gonna make friends with them okay I'm gonna invite them over to dinner I'm gonna introduce them to my mom um and I'm gonna kind of just like I don't know show them like what life's all about I'm gonna Show them the joy of like crumbling up a piece of paper and then tossing it into your garbage can from across the kitchen. That's a very cool human thing to do. Um, you know, I'm going to teach them the concept of dogs. Just like there's so much to learn there. You know, they, they were originally wolves, like car, car, carnivore wild pack wolves that, that roamed nature and like ripped up moose and lived in caves and howled at the moon and now their wiener dog chihuahuas who yip yip their way down the street um while karen their owner is is munch munch munching on a brunch 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 and uh somehow the the wolf got to that in like a short amount of time there's not a ton of time in between there it's like uh it's like a few years. it's not a few it's like ten thousand years or so whenever we domesticated dogs like as cavemen it was a blip on the timeline in terms of like you know the earth has been around for like billions of years um there's so much for me to cover with them and i'll and i'll be sure to explain it um but it's gonna take time and um what better way to spread spend all that time together with my new aliens than to just be friends with them i feel like you know i i, I made that series a year ago uh, the mini series three cool aliens on uh, my main youtube channel uh cool man coffee dan And, uh, it's, uh, it's endearing, you know, when you have three aliens that crash land on earth and live in a barn and, uh, you know, they pick up some instruments and learn to start a rock band so that they could raise money to fly back to fix the spaceship and fly back to their home planet. Um, that's what it's all about. That's what life's all about. That series was lit. I'm very proud of it. I rewatched it the other night. If you haven't watched it, Go on my YouTube channel, my main animation YouTube channel. Give it a watch. It's called Three Cool Aliens. Um, I'm very proud of that. Speaking of animation series, um, yo, I checked out this new John on Netflix called Midnight Gospel. A few friends recommended it to me. Um, du- Duncan Trussell, I believe his name is. He he appears on uh, the Rogan podcast a lot. Um, I, I I like loosely knew he was connected to it. I didn't know like to what degree, um, but I had a bunch of friends texting me recommending the show to me, and uh, I, they were like, "The animation is trippy as hell, hardcore Adventure Time vibes," and I'm like, "Dude, sign me up!" And I uh, I drank a few beers last night, and I just sat down and I to say I watched it is an understatement. Um, I stared at this shit like. I was in a trance for four episodes straight. And the episodes are like 30 minutes long. So I guess like two hours. Um, Dude, it is the trippiest shit in the best way. Sometimes you see like a show and it's like a little too trippy. Um, Like sometimes like Uncle Grandpa, for example, got like a little too weird just for the sake of being weird for me. Um, While Adventure Time, that shit was just the right amount of weird and like, genius level like surreal to the point where like you know you feel like you're like learning stuff in the back like just in the background art you know what i mean like um i don't even know how to put midnight gospel it's like essentially like the dialogue is a podcast it's like a 30 minute long podcast but the podcast audio is animated to um the main character who he visits these different planets like he travels through space and then visits like a different planet like one of the planets was like full of like these little clowns running around and they're being preyed on by like these big like frog bears and there was some like sinister evil world being taken over by these like little clown like virus things that would like attach themselves to like the host and uh there was like a big battle between the little clown people and like these fly men okay so the fact that I just described it like that, um, and I'm a terrible—I I'm, I'm, just can't describe things well. That's a testament to how trippy and crazy it is. So it's a regular like podcast of like this Duncan Trussell guy. Um, oh man, I gotta I gotta restart my camera. These this is the uh, the beauty of being zero budget. Um, being zero budget, um, but it's like a it's like a straight up um, it's like a trip, man. And I heavily recommend it. Midnight Gospel on Netflix. Um, It might be too weird for some people. If you have a Netflix account, I definitely recommend it, though. And I think it, like, reinvents uh, animation a little bit because it's, like, animated to a podcast. Like, it's real dialogue. Um, I don't know. I feel like, as I'm talking about this, I imagine, like, people's eyes being glazed over with how much I'm geeking out about all this. Um, It's, like... Imagine, like, you know, you describing to, like, your 50-year-old uncle Cool Man Coffee Dan animated videos. The same look that I would imagine your uncle would have um, is what I imagine a few people watching this are having on their faces. I geek out about this. But if you're into that type of stuff, trippy, colorful visuals that, like, make zero sense but then at the same time make all the sense, um, definitely recommend it. You know we're still in quarantine for a few more weeks at least, um, and uh, you should check it out. You know it's some good ass content. So at the end of the day, uh, the, at the end of the day, I do feel I can't help but feel that um, to keep chugging along during this wild time, you do have to have those sources of entertainment. Um, you know, like I said, I've been catching up on my movies, I've been catching up on the new shows, and I've been um, really just doing some positive reinforcement in terms of like my own habits and my own motive, you know, keeping my motivation leveled and my emotions kind of leveled as well. Um, really just like making sure that you're, you know, utilizing your resources. Like I said, making sure that you're reaching out if you do need help and making sure that, you know, you're keeping healthy dog. It's, it's not going to be like this forever. Um, If you do have like those good people in your life that you can reach out to, reach out to them. If you don't, please reach out to me. I'm always reading and responding in my DMs on Instagram. Um, Also, if you have any questions for the next episode, um, you know, hit me up anywhere on any of my socials. Um, Also, good luck on the hoodie giveaway. Can't wait to uh, be mailing out some free hoodies, some free comfy hoodies if the Aliens do end up, uh, you know, abducting us. Let's just be friends with them, you know, peace, not war. And, uh, yeah, make sure to like and subscribe to this podcast. Um, it's everywhere, people. It's on Apple Podcasts. It's on Spotify. It's on YouTube here. Um, just search anywhere. That's really cool, man. Make sure you like, follow, comment, whatever. And uh, tell a friend about this podcast, too, if uh, you think they will get some joy, some happiness, um, some value, some entertainment out of it. You know, um, I still don't know how to play Animal Crossing. I'm just kind of watching my girlfriend get chased around by wasps and uh, bells are the form of currency. Um, don't know why I'm saying that now, but uh, maybe one day I'll get into it. Probably not. I'm just gonna watch from afar because uh, video games without goals give me high anxiety. Uh, even I understand. I understand there's a goal at the end. Um, I but it's not my type. of... Like I need like a goal and then an ending. All right. I, I'm. I am i we will we'll discuss this in the next podcast. Let me know what you think about Animal Crossing. Shoot me some messages. Um, and yeah, stay cool, stay sexy, stay healthy, and I'll see you in the next episode. Peace, peace.